So today I'm talking with Shuji Honjo. I'm actually in Tokyo in Japan, and we're at the Startonomics event being hosted by Geeks on a Plane. Um, and we're here to talk for about an hour about the internet in Japan and, mm-hmm. and uh, what Shuji has, has been up to. So can you maybe take it away and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yep. Um, currently, I am an um, independent consultant. Uh, clients include large corporations and new ventures and also the investors and primary focus is uh, new business development and uh, vertical wise um, well IT communication internet and yeah that sort of sector is a uh, primary focus for me in addition to that I also teach at MBA program at Tama uh, University Graduate School uh, that is based in Shinagawa uh, it's a well uh, night program for uh, the well, business people and my, my uh, I teach primarily the entrepreneurship there. So, um, and okay, so the chronologi- chronological order. I uh, I started my career at Boston Consulting Group, Tokyo, and um, I went to the uh, Wharton School, uh, University of Pennsylvania, for MBA pro- MBA study, and I joined the Computer Sciences Com- Corporation uh, in California. And I was the first uh, Japanese person employee uh, at uh, at the uh, uh, at CSC, and uh, I was working for the re-engineering project. And oh, actually, that, that is also the, uh, the well first Japanese person uh, who was involved in re-engineering uh, at the time. Then I, after that, I go, went back to Japan and I joined a company called CSK. And CSK used to be the, uh, the parent company of Sega, a game, gaming company. Uh, currently, well, Sega is not so doing well, but at the time, Sega was a kind of, well, big, uh, very big giant in the gaming industry. So um, I worked as the executive assistant to the chairman of CSK Sega Group. And um, so not only the CSK side, but also I worked with... Uh, um, Sega Software Networks, uh, which uh, initiated the uh, network gaming business uh, in the early timing. So, but uh, unfortunately, it was before broadband, so it, it failed in the bad way. <laughs> I spent a lot of money, <laughs> uh, but uh, we couldn't build this in a profitable way. Um, then, um, so after leaving a CSK Sega Group, I um, I. I was uh, I became the founder of the Tokyo office of General Atlantic. General Atlantic is a Connecticut-based uh, growth capital company, a uh, growth capital investor, and that company uh, incubated and invested E-Trade, Priceline, and so forth. Here uh, in Japan or in the U.S.? Uh, U.S. So the company that you that you were doing investments for, you incubated Priceline and E-Trade. Uh, that's right, and I was I was a head of I headed the Tokyo office in Japan practice. So um, I help uh, these com- companies uh, Japan entry and uh, sometimes uh, Asian expansion and um, also well they do one of our portfolio company when I was at General Atlantic uh, we invested in Oak Pacific uh, that is now currently in China uh, one of the largest uh, social networking social web company. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, interestingly well. Until just one year ago, I or actually um, half a year before the subprime crash, I recommended General Alternative to 
closed down the Tokyo office, and because there's some, something wrong was going on, then um, they closed the office uh, in two weeks <laughs> uh, after my recommendation. Then, but um, then right after that, uh, I got a call from my friend uh, who was investment banking head at Lehman Brothers Japan, and um, he was eager to uh, launch the principal investment team. Um, well, at, until that time, the Lehman Japan didn't have that team, and so I was uh, asked to build a technology-focused team. And uh, well, the team building was good, but uh, as you know, the Lehman Brothers disappeared. But can you help me understand your role here? Dave said you've helped with some um, some significant investments more recently here in Japan. Is that right? Uh, significant investment, in, like in the internet space. Is that correct? Like, what has been your the thing that you've done like over the last five years? It's been a big success on the internet. Okay, big success in the internet. Um, well, I, in the internet space, I, well, in, well, in Japan, I, honestly speaking, the general alternative didn't invest mm-hmm. in the Japanese companies. So that rather we choose a Chinese company like Oak Pacific. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Especially in the internet space, that's the well, biggest achievement, I think. Then, um, especially, well, this is well one of the reasons why we didn't invest in Mixi or Gri or some, some other companies was... Um, you did or you didn't invest? We, we did not. Because, um, the, like, I think the... Let me understand. Okay. So your role now is an investor? You're investing in startups. I mean, you do you you work at a univer- you teach at a university. Well, you, you do and, uh, well, my major job is consultant. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the several companies. Oh, um, I'm helping several companies in, in, in the gross gross mode. Like um, this, the serious technologies. One one company and other companies. Um, well, the, not not only the startups, but also the well public company, but the still in the growth, growth phase. Mm-hmm. So, um, so financially, well, I use, uh, I act sometimes as an angel investor, but um, primary work I do is a uh, um, consultant now. Okay. Yeah. So maybe you can tell us, um, one of the things that's, most, most of the people here, are, we're, um, we're internet guys, and we're US-based internet guys. And mm-hmm. So that's the market we know. We don't understand Japan at all. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things, this is my first, I've only been in Japan now for 24 hours, and one of the things that I'm learning about Japan is that it's quite closed for people for, for people who are non-Japanese. We don't understand the culture. We don't understand the language. Mm-hmm. Um, and there seems to be a lot of important things about the way think business is done in Japan, which we don't get. So if we have a successful American Internet business and we have money, we have good technology, mm-hmm. good resources, mm-hmm. good contacts, mm-hmm. but we want to bring it into Japan, mm-hmm. that's not an easy thing to do, is it? Well, you're right. We, as, well, the previous discussion was uh, similar to that, but um, a number of prominent U.S. companies, not only U.S. companies, but European companies and other guys too, but uh, made a lot of mistakes and also the failed. And even the well, uh, but after well, after some when not only the internet company, but uh, they, for example, Coca-Cola, Louis Vuitton, and what these guys made a fortune uh, from this market. But it takes a long, long time. So, um, 
But through my experience with General Atlantic, uh, well, I have a lot of portfolio companies enter here, is, and the, they make common mistakes. Like um, one thing is, well, the one typical mistake is the timing. Um, well, as a company, um, without paying significant attention uh, to this market, it is not so easy to enter. And as you mentioned that, the market is different and the culture is different, so that um, the customers are diff customer behaviors are different. So um, without paying some well, critical mass of the attention, uh, just rather bring in the U.S. methodology and approach to here, it doesn't work. So um, then... Because I want to give you one example. I, I mean, I used to live in Silicon Valley mm -hmm. and followed the, the rise of the Internet, and one of the companies that obviously was doing well 10 years ago was mm -hmm. Yahoo. Mm -hmm. And Yahoo is owned everywhere in the world, mm -hmm. as I understand mm -hmm. it, by Yahoo US, mm -hmm. except for Japan, mm -hmm. right? In, in Japan, it's like owned by a totally different organization. Right. But it's still under the Yahoo brand. Mm -hmm. I, I don't understand that. I mean, why is Japan so different from the rest of the world that... Oh. Can, can you help? And, and why did Yahoo... Mm -hmm. They obviously did it for business reasons. Why did they do that? Okay, so um, my understanding is also similar to E-Trade, but um, the Masayoshi-san, um, at relatively early stage of the company, so Masayoshi-san approached to the CEO directory, and the sales talk is, well, uh, let's build Japan operation together. And Japan, Japanese market, well, was the second largest GDP country, but difficult market, we're going to help you. And then, so and the the Masasan invested in both well E Trade and Airfo and um so but in return uh he got substantial uh, ownership of Japan entity. So um so that's the way they did. So and well I'm I'm not Jerry yet. Why did why did yeah I mean why did Yahoo not just say, look, this is the Internet now. Uh -huh. We don't need... To, it doesn't matter about business relationships mm -hmm. because we're Yahoo, we're an mm -hmm. international brand, mm -hmm. we have the consumers already, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we're just going to get them in Japan the same mm -hmm. way. Why didn't that work the same way? Why did, why did Yahoo feel the need to have... And, and does, why does this seem to be the case that you need so much help as an international company coming into Japan? Mm. I, I mean, maybe these are very low-level cultural questions. I just don't understand them, and I think a lot of people are in the same position okay. as me. So in the past, for e example, eBay is another eBay, eBay. Yeah, eBay, eBay is a typical example. They enter here and uh, failed badly. Also, they initially they partnered with uh, NEC Group, NEC Group. Google's doing okay here, aren't they? Uh, okay, but not so great. The market share is gradually catching up, but uh, um, comparing with other uh, developed countries, uh, the market share is relatively low. So what's the number one search in Japan? Yahoo. Almost do do dominant. Yahoo dominate the search, especially for PC. So the deal that Yahoo did was a very, very good deal. Yes, unbelievably good. So um, was, well, Yahoo and, and so, so what percentage of search does Yahoo have and what percentage does Google have? Yahoo now is 6 to 70 mm -hmm. here, so definitely over 50. Mm -hmm. Google, 20 or less. The Google's increasing is, is uh, Yahoo especially for, for the well, uh, mobile phone search category. Um, the Google is gradually catching up. Mm -hmm. Young, younger people uh, use Google more mm -hmm. and more.
So the, the difference would become smaller and smaller, but it will take time because, well, especially for PC users, Yahoo is a kind of well, automatic choice, default, in this country. Right. And, and so everybody just knows Yahoo and that's it? Yeah. Well, but that's how it's been in the U.S., but consumers are switching to Google because they get better search results. Well, I mean, does Yahoo give that much better search results here? Surely not, right? Or do they? Mm. Okay, let me ask you. Okay. Uh, which search do you use? Both Yahoo and Google. Which do you use the most? Uh, okay, blog search Yahoo and uh, just keyword search Google. Hmm. Interesting. Um... I don't think that, well, the, it's probably the, the functional or the, well, the user experience difference uh, in the U.S., probably the Google is much better user experience than Yahoo, right. but here, not a big difference, hmm. I guess. That's why people continue to use Yahoo. Now, okay, let's take it back 10 years. Let's say if Yahoo had tried to make it themselves without making the deal with, mm -hmm. I think it was SoftBank Japan, right? Yeah. Let's say Yahoo hadn't done that and were just on their own. Who would be number one in search today in Japan? Google. Maybe. I, I'm not sure because um, the problem is, the, okay, Yahoo Japan was built, well, the, actually the, Masa-san asked the Taizo-san, uh, the, the younger brother, he was a college student then, and the, the Taizo collected a bun bunch of college students to build Yahoo Japan mm -hmm. initially. So it's a kind of very venture-like uh, startup. So it accelerated the startup of Yahoo Japan, but probably if Yahoo US uh, tried to enter here, well, probably they couldn't do that, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, so the, the launch speed would be, well, less. So um, there are several competitors like Google, MSN, and what also the, at that time several uh, Japanese local uh, search engine companies, and also so the U.S. guys like Infoseek mm -hmm. are there. And uh, um, but so probably the more closer battle was there if Yahoo, and Yahoo US entered 100% uh, subsidiary uh, in Japan. So now you said when I asked about well, it was a successful deal for Yahoo and you said mm -hmm. very successful. Yeah, it yeah. was a uh, successful deal for, okay. Because um, it, it was good for Yahoo and it was good for SoftBank yes, as well, right? Yes, that's right. So for everybody it's been a great deal. Yes. Except for Google. Uh, right, right. Competitors. <laughs> um, so now this is what I don't understand. Yahoo's consumer marketing, they've got a brand, they, they don't need intermediaries, they go direct to consumers. Mm -hmm. Why is it so important then to have a, a local partner in Japan like SoftBank to help make the deal work? Very good question. It's, yeah. Yeah, you, you are asking. Yeah. If that is business to business relationship and, well, partnership and that sort of things, that, uh, that sort of uh, business infrastructure is important, but for consumers, it is not the case. Um, one thing we can, I can tell at least is that hiring and team building. Mm -hmm. um, when I worked with General Atlantic, the, I helped a lot of companies, you know, also the con in, including the consumer sector. 
Uh, the one typical mis common mistake is recruiting and team building. Mm -hmm. Wrong country manager, wrong team, and the less quality people, they instantly hire, and they spend just two or three years without any results. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know why, but the, even the great company in the United States, they often make well, that such risk, uh, recruiting mistakes. And if you hire the wrong country manager, that's the end. Unfortunately, that I very often see such mistakes. So, I mean, but don't you think Yahoo just could have come in and hired a great country manager for Yahoo Japan and they would have been in a good, in a good place? I mean, what did SoftBank do for Yahoo Japan that made the deal so important? So recruiting and team building, mm -hmm. okay? But there's got to be much more than a sort of Ah, yeah, that's right. So, uh, of course, they utilize the U.S. asset, I mean the software and system, um, but the content itself, yeah, they created locally a lot. Mm -hmm. So that's a one major difference, mm -hmm. So especially for consumers. Um, this is not the U.S. guys, but like... Um, uh, Cyworld uh, in Korea, Cyworld and the other, well, the Korean uh, good companies, um, they entered Japan but almost no results. So um, not only that team building things, but also the localization of content and also the experience is critical. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, nobody uses that. One of the things, I mean, for a guy like me, when I use, choose to use a search engine, even today, um, I wouldn't consider using Yahoo just because the page, it's, there's too much mess on it. I don't want to see lots uh -huh. of advertising everywhere. Mm. I, mm. I don't like the search results mm. as much. Mm. Um, Google's a clean, simple, fast interface, which is what I want. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of consumers are going to that mm -hmm. direction in the US, mm -hmm. and that's why there's a shift away from, mm. um, MSN mm -hmm. and AOL mm -hmm. and, and Yahoo over mm -hmm. to Google. When you said in Japan that Google and Yahoo, the, the results are similar, mm -hmm. is the Yahoo page in Japan like Yahoo in the US, where it's right. got lots of... Yeah, a lot of contents. Right. And Google is a, is a clean... Yeah, clean, almost nothing. So... Okay, so one, another example is Naver in Korea. Mm -hmm. Naver is super content-rich portal site. Mm -hmm. And search engine market share, Naver is... Well, away number one mm -hmm. in Korea. So the, I think that the the nature of customers, users, uh, will be very different. So um, as a result, uh, the Japanese typical Japanese search engine users they love some information and contacts together with that. But do they? And so here's okay. my question on this, and I'll, I'll try and ask this in a really mm -hmm. polite way as I can, mm -hmm. but I'm going to be direct. Mm -hmm. Does this mean, could this be saying that Japanese consumers are maybe a little bit behind because they're not yet realizing how important a clean interface is and maybe over time they will and then they'll move more from Yahoo to Google as is happening in the rest of the world? Or is there something different here that I don't understand? My observation is different because um, the, well, the Naval example in Korea and Yahoo Japan example and Google in US example um, 
I don't think that the all the human being loves that simple uh, interface. Mm-hmm. So you think people are happy and they yeah it. yeah. Hmm. And you personally, but you use you use Google for keyword search, so you like the the simple interface. Ah, uh, but well, well, as a default for the browser, I said Yahoo. Mm-hmm. But so the toolbar, I have Google toolbar. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it it really depends on the taste of people, but um, but probably the game will be more complicated uh, in the near future because uh, more and more such is done through mobile phone. Mm-hmm. So the probably people's well, perception and also the demographics of the PC search user and the mobile search user are very different. And also the interface, of course, the, the size is different. So um, the, this, uh, the mobile search, search uh, market share game uh, will be very uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about maybe just another company and how they would get in Japan. Because this is, my, I guess, what I'm interested in understanding from you is you, you're a successful U.S. company. How do you break into the Japan market? Mm-hmm. I mean, Japan market's big, right? It's, there's a lot mm-hmm. of money in it. Mm-hmm. That's, otherwise, otherwise, people wouldn't even make the effort. They'd be like, Japan, pff, too much yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. They're closed. We're not even going to waste right. the time. Right. Um, but the reality is it's a big market, so mm-hmm. if you can do it right, there's, mm-hmm. a, lot of, there's a lot of money here. Yep. Um, so uh, let's take Facebook. Mm-hmm. Is Facebook, do they have a Japanese partner? Nope. Just by themselves. Just by themselves. Yep. Um, now, I know Facebook has done a campaign where they have localization in every country so mm-hmm. that they, you can go and translate the interface mm-hmm. in the country, yep. submit it, and then it's like a user-reviewed system. And, mm-hmm. and they're ending up, as mm-hmm. I understand, with pretty good localized mm-hmm. translations. Mm-hmm. Um, have you used Japanese Facebook? Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Um, and how, does, how good is the translation? Is it a good translation? Uh, the problem is not only the quality of translation, but uh, the... If you use Japanese version of say, Facebook, you see a lot of English. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a kind of bilingual uh, interface. So it, the, the worst thing is MySpace Japan, mm-hmm. you see a lot of, lots of English. So uh, the, unfortunately, the, in the developed countries, Japan, Japanese people are the worst in English skill. Mm-hmm. So the, even the people like this we're a great company. Uh, they, th- many of them don't like to see so, so much English. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a kind of well mental hurdle. Well, of course, you can read Japanese in well, in, that is no problem, and, and Facebook provides well appropriate uh, translation. But um, mentally, well, the, many people like uh, the Statonomics participants. Mm-hmm. They use Facebook, mm-hmm. but the Ordinary people, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So, uh, tell tell me about social networking. What do people use in Japan instead of Facebook? Okay, mostly Mixi. Mixi, Mixi. Okay, yeah, especially right. for PC, Mixi is a kind of dominant, uh, and Guri and other guys follow. And on the mobile phone, Mobile Gay Town and from DNA mm-hmm. and Guri, and sometimes the well, the of, of course, Mixi provides the interface for uh, mobile phone. Mm-hmm. And is most of the usage um, on PC or, or desktop, or is it on mobile? Okay, so here is some well interesting uh, statistics uh, trick. Um, all the companies like Mixi, Green, uh, DNA, they say, oh, 
SNS usage um, now the from mobile phone it exceeded PC and high growth blah blah blah. But well, if you read same same content on PC, for example, just one screen, you, you may read a lot uh, from PC. But over the mobile phone, you have to well, uh, you have to view like ten pages. Mm-hmm. To see the same content, so um, you you you'd better discount that. It means um, still, I think the PC from the uh, contents viewed by people, the amount it, the, from PC is more than uh, mobile phone. But the growth rate from the viewed by mobile phone is uh, grow, uh, the tremendous. So in the near future, it will really, um, in fact, uh, it will exceed the. Uh, amount from PC. So it does, or it exceeds it now, or it will? Will. How, how far away? It's done in five years. Hmm. Okay. So um, what would you say is the market share of Mixi versus uh, Facebook in Japan? Ah... Traffic-wise, hundred times. Oh, hundred times. So Facebook's one percent, Mixi's a hundred percent, or ninety-nine uh, percent. Mm-hmm. Almost. So people don't almost don't use Facebook. Right, right, right. Non-existent. Just geeks or the IT net industry people use that, but ordinary people no. Huh. So Facebook really maybe should have done a deal like Yahoo. Right. Partner, partner with. Oh, well, it's but. Uh, the, based on the architecture of Facebook, not so easy to localize. It's very universal and consistent way. It's very clean and good architecture they have. But uh, well, when you when we think of just for Japan, some localization with partner mm-hmm. and also the marketing might be uh, helpful at least. But the but. Even though if you partner with SoftBank or other guys, it doesn't guarantee success. Good example is MySpace. Mm-hmm. MySpace partner with uh, SoftBank. Um, it's a mess. <laughs> and so MySpace did what Yahoo did. Yeah. And it didn't work for MySpace. Right. No, uh, it did not work. And so why did it not work? Like I said, uh, it's kind of well. There. Are Three parts, I think. Um, MySpace originally, well, became popular uh, with music content. Mm-hmm. But initially, uh, MySpace Japan, they used just Western, especially US music contents only, mm-hmm. almost. And no Japanese, no, lo- no local contents. And plus, the, um, the, a lot of English. You have to see. Mm-hmm. And three um, interface and other localization, they didn't do that. So that well, from a Japanese perspective, it's kind of design-wise some weird. So um, then now they focus on just creative things like musicians and well, that sort of creative people. And, um, so in that segment, I think the market share is gradually growing, but the it means they cannot capture the ordinary people. So 
I mean, this is really interesting because obviously you need to be able to localize in every country. Mm-hmm. But Japan is maybe a more closed country than other countries, but it's big enough to be important. There's got to be other cl- countries that are closed like Japan. For example, North Korea, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I don't know if there's Facebook in North Korea, but it's a very closed country. They have a very homogenous society. Mm-hmm. And so North Korea would probably require a lot of effort to do Facebook North Korea, mm-hmm. except that because because the market's small and it's mm-hmm. obviously the political mm-hmm. system's different, mm-hmm. we don't make the effort. Mm-hmm. Um, is that I mean, is that an accurate summary that um, Japan... Japan is a very closed country as well, but it's a big market, so it's mm-hmm. worth making this effort mm-hmm. to understand this localization. Mm-hmm. And if you can do the localization well in Japan, given that it's one of the hardest big markets, then you're going to be able to do localization well in other countries as well. Like if you understand how to do localization here. Is that correct or is that is that not correct? Could you then be able to do a better job localizing in France or in Germany, for example? Good question. Or Korea. How did Yahoo do in China, for example? Yahoo in China, good question. Almost nothing there, right? Nothing. Nothing. Even though they did manage to do well with SoftBank. Ah, right, right. Here in China, here in Japan. Uh, I, I heard that. I heard that uh, once SoftBank, uh, Yahoo Japan considered the China entry, but they they uh, abandoned Chinese market. Probably they they saw that it's too too much work for them, I guess. Rather than just because the localization is so critical. Uh, yes, and plus the, I heard that um, the Chinese countries, for example, even Google uh, has a well problem with government and reg- regulation mm-hmm. and so forth. Right. So they well Yahoo Japan uh, didn't like that. Hmm. But well, I heard that there's some internal discussions that some guys say, "Oh, we should enter China. It's a big market. Now difficult, but in the long run, it's a fortune." But other guys said, "Well, no, no, no. It's a difficult country and country risk and politics." Because what I'm getting from this conversation is that entering entering Asia in general is a lot of work, mm-hmm. and right. for a lot of internet businesses, it's not going to be worth it. Ah, I agree with that. For example, when I worked at General Atlantic, um, if they don't have immediate business plan to exceed 10%, I mean, uh, 10% of their total revenue mm-hmm. from Japan, don't enter Japan. 10%, huh? Because it's costly. But if they can earn more than 10% revenue from Japan, it's worthwhile. Otherwise, well, it's kind of well threshold. Uh, this is my gut feeling in my ex- uh, from my experience. Hmm. Because from the top management attention, if you can get just three percent of the revenue from Japan, localization effort or special marketing, no way. So in the case of Facebook, um, let's say I was Mark Zuckerberg and you're here mm-hmm. sitting here talking to Mark mm-hmm. Zuckerberg about Facebook Japan. What would you be telling me to do? Well. Remain at the same, no investment, uh, very small investment and get small results or uh, work hard and finding partner and uh, invest. And if you fall in the in-between, you will just lose money. So either go big or or go home? Yeah. Or remain very small. Yes. And so it looks like what they're deciding to do based on what you're telling me is to stay small. I guess so. 
So, but then what I'm seeing is an interesting thing is, uh, are you familiar with Orkut mm-hmm. uh, from Brazil, yeah. the social networking from yeah. Brazil? Um, they're very strong in Brazil, the mm-hmm. Google social network, mm-hmm. but I'm also seeing just from friends in Brazil that a lot of them are moving on to Facebook. Mm. More and more of them are showing up on Facebook. Yes. Now, I don't know how the activity overall of Orkut is versus mm. Facebook, mm. but what I do know is that me with the, all my international friends, except mostly Brazil, mm-hmm. are on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so the, the Brazilians, if they want to participate internationally, mm-hmm. they've got to get onto Facebook too. Is this something that over in the end could end up bringing the, the over from Mixi and the other sites onto Facebook long term, just because oh. Facebook is dominant everywhere else? This is, but you made a good point. Um, I'm sorry, I, I try not to ask too easy questions. But <laughs> then the churn between SNS, well, in, uh, in Western world, so there was some churn in the past, like Bevo, and uh, even in Japan, well, Mixi immigrant, well, uh, Mixi refugees, and well, I mean, the Greece, of course, Greece, um, Growth rate is, well, the, the number of users, growth rate is tremendous. Mm-hmm. It means GRI acquire several users from Mixi and Mobage. GRI? Who's GRI? GRI is uh, um, one, one of the hottest social networking services here. Okay. So um, there's charm. And um, in five years, there may be another platform, like uh, another SNS or the sort of next generation SNS. And this newcomer might acquire substantial users from these existing services. So um, people say well, there is some first move advantage if you build a substantial customer base, uh, you are okay. But well, but consumers are well. When we look at the uh, game gaming market in the past, every four year, customer switch. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it might happen even in the social networking service. So the new, maybe next generation Facebook might acquire a lot of users from Glee or Mixi. Mm-hmm. It might happen. And I guess wait and see. So um, an area that I'm personally very interested in is affiliate marketing, direct response affiliate marketing and being mm-hmm. able to sell things. Mm-hmm. Um, it works very well in the US, Canada, Australia, the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know anything about affiliate marketing in Japan. Does it even exist? I mean, I'm sure it does. It does. Uh, once there was some boom around uh, affiliate marketing, especially for Rakuten, the uh, uh, electronic commerce site, mm-hmm. kind of well, shopping mall, virtual shopping mall. So the Rakuten has uh, tens of thousands of shops. Mm-hmm. And of course, they provide some affiliate uh, function. and. Well, several housewives and several bloggers, they made a lot of money from affiliate. Um, but at this moment, the affiliate is, well, the not tremendous existence in this country. But, well, but affiliate is, has become the common thing here. But um, Let me give you an example from, mm-hmm. the, from infomercials in the U.S. Have you heard of the ShamWow? ShamWow? Uh-huh. Nope. No. 
So the Shamwell, it's an infomercial. It's it's a funny infomercial by a guy wearing a headset selling. It's called a chamois. It's mm-hmm. a it's a thing for for wiping for cleaning. Mm-hmm. So you can clean the desk or you can clean your car with it, and it, it's it's good for soaking up water and okay. cleaning. Okay. It, it runs a lot of advertisements in the U.S. It's on infomercials, and he's selling a lot of volume, and it's mm-hmm. becoming almost part of American pop culture now. The Shamwell. Oh. Um, because he's selling so much through direct response. Mm. He has all the metrics for his business, so every time he runs a, an infomercial, he knows that he's going to make a certain number of sales, which pays for the infomercial and sell, pays for the product and pays for returns, and he makes a profit. Mm. So is there that sort of stuff happening here in Japan? On TV, for example? I mean, do you have infomercials here in Japan? I don't think so. I don't think infomercial is popular in this country yet. But you have things like Home Shopping Network where people buy from TV. Yeah. But you, do you not have like a 30-minute infomercial selling some product for 30 minutes? Ah, I see, I see. Ah, TV shopping. Well, TV shop. I'm talking about rather than like a Home home, te- home Shopping Network, I'm talking like a 30-minute program selling or 15 minutes talking about and selling a, a product. Do you have that here in Japan? Shorter time, like three minutes. Mm-hmm. So the sham, well, I don't know the exact length. It might be one to two minutes for the for on on TV, and it's very very popular. So you must have that here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Call now one eight hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that same stuff. Thing, same thing. So is that and is there a lot of that here in Japan? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. And so again, to tie this to my other question, if we've got the sham, well, in mm-hmm. the US, it's very successful. Does that commonly happen then that they take that and bring it here to Japan and sell it on TV? Ah, oh, okay. One thing, one thing I can tell is that well, TV, uh, TV, TV shopping type program. Um, I most of the TV shopping program they don't depend on one single product, but the that shopping channel or shopping uh, service company, shopping company, uh, they merchandise several things and well. And today we pro- recommend this product, and it so it's like week. the home shopping. And yeah. I understand that model. I'm talking specifically about you're watching a movie, mm-hmm. and then there's after 15 minutes there's a break, and you get two minutes of ads, right? And in those ads, then hey, call now 1-800 whatever. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, I understand. That. This is d- the direct response industry. Where I'm going with this is it's it's the foundation of internet marketing of, of affiliate marketing in the US mm. and so I'm interested to understand if there's that sort of stuff in Japan online as well in the regular TV commercial like 15 seconds or 30 seconds the similar thing is there but like infomercial in the regular TV program I haven't seen that mm-hmm. no have you seen it in the US? yes Huh. So you know what I'm talking about. You just have never seen it here. Ah, that's. I mean, you yeah, know, at least I can tell that it's very rare. And do you think that's rare because people don't buy, or it's not a developed market? Hmm. Interesting question. I mean, what may, maybe it's a cultural thing. I don't know. Maybe there's government regulation on that stuff that's, that's too strong. Because 
from that becomes a metrics-driven business in that way of selling, mm -hmm. which then applies online, and that's how a lot of traffic is driven in online internet U.S. commerce is through affiliate marketing. An affiliate knows he's going to get a $20 commission for every sale that he makes of a certain product. Mm -hmm. And is that not as strong in Japan in the same way? I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I don't know much about this. Not strong. Not strong. Not strong. Hmm. Yeah, that information. Yeah, now I understand that. Uh, well, yeah, very different market. Very different market. Why they don't have such information? Because mm. you're still buying remotely. You're buying from Am this equivalent of there is either Amazon or equivalent of Amazon in Japan, right? You can go online and three yeah. clicks buy a book. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you're buying something remotely, it's the same as buying on TV. It's just a different way to sell it. Right. Right. Just regular TV shopping or regular, well, TV ad, uh, ad, that's all. And the information, like you mentioned, very rare. Hmm. Do you hear about uh, guys here doing affiliate marketing? Have you ever heard of a concept of a CPA network, a cost per acquisition network, or an affiliate network? Affiliate network, yeah, I, I know that. Is it something you're very familiar with or not so much? Uh, not so much. I'm hmm. not the expert. Right. Okay. But affiliate, you know, the, especially in uh, mm, maybe culture-wise, mm, not many people like that. Mm -hmm. Culture-wise, they don't. They don't. They, like that. they do not. What's that? Of course, the people who can get such commission. Mm -hmm. That'd be great, but um, the especially conservative people see that that sort of business is a kind of second tier, mm -hmm. rather than first tier. Mm -hmm. And so, because it causes problems, is that mm -hmm. what you mean? Uh, so, um, not so many people are excited with that business. Mm. Of course, there are a lot of people uh, who are interested in that segment, but because in the U.S. it's a lot of business. Yeah, yeah. But here, it's is, is it more social pressure? Do you think? I mean, because if, if people can make money at it, they would do it. Or is there pressure not to do that? This is completely different business. But for for example, network marketing, like yeah, Amway, um, Newskin, hated. Right, me too. <laughs> and affiliate marketing, um, the I don't think that is. Sim similar to them, but it's p pretty different. But uh, the still, the, the how to make money? Mm -hmm. um, well, probably the social ac acceptance is less. Because see, one of the changes that I see happening is that uh, even big brands, big companies with big advertising budgets in the U.S. Uh, are moving towards, and I don't think they're moving fast enough, but they're moving towards direct response style mm -hmm. campaigns. Mm -hmm. Now, it doesn't mean they're trying to hard sell something, mm -hmm. but they're, they're basing things around more metrics than just paying per click. Instead mm -hmm. of like selling a banner and selling it for 10 cents a click or one mm -hmm. cent or mm -hmm. half a cent, then they're expecting a follow-up action behind that, like the user did a viewing of, an, of, an, of a video mm -hmm. or the user opted in for mm -hmm. a campaign mm -hmm. or something happened to justify more than just an initial acquisition, and that's a more direct response focused campaign oh. for a brand. That's the sort of stuff that's starting to happen more in the U.S., um, and that's where I see direct responses having a lot of importance in top-tier type marketing. Oh, Does that make sense? It, it makes sense. 
because um, well, when I talk with uh, well internet-based marketing agency and so forth, the demand uh, from the, their customers, large corporations, uh, around that sort of marketing right. is increasing here. Right, because they don't want to be ripped off. Right. They don't want to go and pay a million dollars on advertising and then get all these impressions right, and no right, response. Right, And so direct response is the yeah, key. Yeah, And it's yeah. the direct response guys that understand how to make that connection. Mm-hmm. I see. That's why I see direct response is very important. Ah, yeah. Probably in that aspect, U.S. is very advanced mm. from this market. But the, I agree that in, even in this market, uh, especially this year, mm-hmm. I hear a lot of... Uh, um, voices uh, similar to that. Right. Um, we've got a few more minutes left, mm-hmm. do we not? Do you have a couple more minutes? No problem. I'm, I'm really interested to understand. Um, I don't know much about mobile in Japan, mm-hmm. and I know that's a big topic, but maybe um, you can just take us through a few minutes of, of mobile internet and what's important about mobile internet mm-hmm. in Japan mm-hmm. that's different to the US. Now, consider someone that has a, a normal like tech guy that has an iPhone and uses mm-hmm. Facebook and maybe has 3G and that stuff. Mm-hmm. What's different about mobile in the in Japan versus versus that? Uh, okay, so well in Japan the mobile users are not the major mobile users are not geeks like uh, the housewives and young ladies and so forth. So they they not their literacy is not so high. Mm-hmm. Kind of well, I cannot say they are stupid, but not not so intelligent. Mm-hmm. Uh, ordinary people, but uh, the real world. The real world. Um, and the cell phone is appealing to these guys, uh, these people, and uh, um, not only voice communication, but also the, well, of course, the browsing and data co- communication and email, um, and also, also the uh, one major difference is content providers. A lot, a lot of content providers are there, and also the not only the official site. Official site is. Uh, like uh, iMod by Docomo, the official site, but uh, no official sites are a lot. A lot of no official sites are there. For, for example, Mobile Gay from DNA, that mm-hmm. is no official sites. So, variety of contents and services are there. So, it's very different from the US. And I understand that for iPhone, a number of applications and sites are there, but um, only the business people and the geeks use iPhone here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the design and the functionality is kind of well. Uh, it, for example, if you receive email, um, the most of the uh, Japanese cell phone, uh, you, uh, the, you, can, uh, you can understand with Linger and uh, so forth, but iPhone, you, you not. And also the content provider from the, 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 uh, the iPhone, uh, here, the existing content provided for ordinary cell phone, it is not available on iPhone. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's pretty different. And um, how do they use that? Typically, the well, the two things. One thing is um, communication through mostly emails. And also the content services, like I said, and the heavy traffic you can see is especially with datacom. The heavy traffic is just before going to bed. Hmm. So it's a kind of not mobile phone, but personal phone mm-hmm. they, uh, from their user's perspective. So before just going to bed, just she well the, the lady uh, read 
like free mobile novel and that sort of thing they do. Mm-hmm. So um, it is pretty different, I think. Maybe I'll have to get you to show me some of this. Um, we've talked about a lot of stuff. Is there anything that you want to talk about that we haven't covered? Do you want to tell us more about you oh, and okay. business or um, anything like that? The, according to the technology statistics, uh, the amount of, the, by language, uh, amount of blog contents, mm-hmm. the Japanese language is the, the number one, the English is number two. So when we look at the population, probably Japanese people write a lot. <laughs> I didn't know. So and and when I look at the Korean, the Korean write a lot too. Mm-hmm. So the. So you're saying Japanese people write more than Americans? Right. Absolutely. How many people live in Japan? Um. Hmm? Like US, about 300 million. 120, 130 million. So 130 million people are writing more than 300 million people. Yeah. Interesting. So, but the content itself is pretty different. So here, the just ordinary housewife just, oh my uh, baby something, or my cat or something. The, the content, the well, I mean, value of content is kind of nothing. Mm-hmm. So in the uh, American blogs, so we see the similar things, but also the well, uh, great logic, observation, and thoughts and so forth. So we can see a lot, but here. Uh, not so much, mm-hmm. but the amount of read, uh, blog written in Japan is unbelievable. Hmm. So interesting. Cool. Anything else you want to talk about? In this case, that's all. Cool. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you for interviewing.